the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I am joined by my co-host this week, uh, Kenny White, the Southside Unicorn. I can't say that as cool. I am, I am, I am, Kenny has that FM voice to it, the Southside Unicorn. <laughs> Well, welcome, Kenny, and, and uh, you know, tell us briefly what is the what do you call yourself the South Side Unicorn? Hey, hey, Greg, thank you for having me on your show. One of the most important shows in the radio industry. What do you mean Does one of? What do you mean yeah, one be, of? Well, yeah, I'm trying to be nice to those other people <laughs> out there, but you do have an excellent show, and uh, you are like number one. Thank you for having me on uh, South Side Unicorn. Um, I did a little post on my Facebook, which really explains it, because I found the actual footage of the Governor Ronald Reagan, Johnny Carson interview that actually turned me into a Republican at age 10. I found it. So I posted it on uh, Facebook. Uh, The Southside Unicorn comes from the fact that I was born on the south side of Chicago and at age 10, I identified as being a Republican. So the people in my community would look at me like an oddity and they, they said, you're about as strange as a unicorn. So it gave birth to the Southside Unicorn, <laughs> and that wasn't and, and that wasn't always so. That, that post Civil War, um, blacks were a reliable Republican voting constituency until really the the, the New Deal of the nineteen uh, thirties under under Roosevelt. Even though the Democrats were the party of open, blatant legal you know, legal discrimination. Exactly. You know, that's that's one of the things that I, I thought about as I attended the uh, uh, CAGOP convention this weekend. The party, the, the Republican Party is actually the African-American Party. President Lincoln, as you know, uh, invent, created this party to help protect the, the black American. So I'm thinking, you know, this is technically our party, not the Democrat Party. How this how we've glommed on to the uh party that abuses us is a mystery to me. It was interesting. I, um, the, uh, during the recent recall campaign, I listened in on a Zoom call that uh, Larry Elder had with a, uh, with, with a group of black pastors. And he did very well, and he presented his facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you could tell that every, at least all the, also all the pastors who spoke were they didn't express the same, but you could tell that they were against him. And they focused. And he talked about the d- terrible schools that seventy five percent of black boys can't read at grade level, and we need school choice and whole things that would apply not only to to black people but to, to all Californians. And about how terrible Gavin Newsom and the Democrats were doing governing the state. They focus exclusively on well. Are police unfairly targeting and oppressing blacks? And Larry's no amount of facts or figures or data from Larry Elder could move them off their 
um, almost religious faith position, then yes, police are this racist occupying force that are terribly abusing black people. And that's where that was. And you know, these, these pastors are probably influencing their congregants. They're, they're influencing an absolute great number of people. And, you know, to hear you say that, and I did hear about that, that the uh, black clergy did not embrace Larry Elder. I find that very shocking when you when you consider the argument that Larry Elder was making, which is our children cannot read. Then you have to remember the school system in America was founded for the very purpose that every man should be literate so that he might read the Bible for himself. I find that kind of ironic. Oh, definitely. And that's a great point is that, uh, and I was just reading this morning as well, that uh, this morning on Thursday when we record, that in 1840, before the government run schools, you had a, let me find the, try to find the figure here very quickly, 90% plus, 95% literacy rate. Then mm-hmm. they brought in the government run schools, and now you got that as of today, 54% of U.S. adults read at a sixth grade level or less. Isn't that sad? And that's the product mm-hmm. of, you know, and I figure a good chunk of that 54%, because the college people, the rates that people go to college are greater than that, is that includes people that have gone to college. <laughs> you know, see, that's what I love about you. You, you, you. you bring all that stuff together. You're absolutely right. I mean, you know, with all due respect, there, there are people out there with college degrees that are dumber than a box of rocks, you know, and that, that's, that's not going to help us going forward. But, yeah, back to the, you know, to the black clergy. Malcolm X said it best. And, you know, I, I, I try not to quote too much because I don't get it spot on. But the bottom line is this. There's something wrong with the black clergy. They're not who they say they are. One. They're dealing with an emotional matter, which they should not be doing as men of the cloth. Two, they're not leading their congregations toward good, clean water. Larry Elder is telling them, our children can't read. Our mothers can't do this and that. It used to be a time where the black clergy, especially in the Civil Rights Act, they locked arm in arm. And when you heard the word reverend, it meant something. 1950s, 1960s, Reverend, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., you know, Reverend this and that. But now, now you have please, Reverend Al Sharpton. Right. Thank you. You got you. you there you go. You beat me to it. <laughs> now we got Reverend Al Sharpton. Huh. <laughs> I once I once I once I once saw a meme and it had a picture of Martin Luther King and he's saying, I have a dream. And it's got a picture of Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton saying, We have a scheme. <laughs> Put it this way. This is this, this is my name for those guys. Jerksy Jackson and Al not so sharp Sharpton. <laughs> well, it, it depends what you're doing. I mean, he's very successful at making mm-hmm. money off of uh, race hustling. Both of them are. Yep. And basically, they yep. get, they they get big they get businesses and others to 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 basically to pay them off protection money, and then they won't come bother them and accuse them of being racist. Thank you. That's, you know, I look at it this way, right on cue. I mean, literally right on cue. Here we have this situation in Texas. And what do we get next? We get the Reverend Al Sharpton showing up in Texas. Why are you in Texas? You know, you have nothing to do with Texas. 
but there he was. Yeah, because out of, you know, when the border is wide open, well, why isn't it wide open for Haitians? Obviously, the the uh, the uh, the the woke folks in the Biden administration must be racist. Well, that's the funny part. He's eating his own. But I will say, let me let me say this much. I did a, did an article on uh, what you know the Haitians versus the Latins, and 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 you know, Greg, this is all I have to say about that. If you got an air conditioned bus for the illegal Latins that are coming into America, then certainly go get another bus and make it air conditioned. For the Haitians, you do to both sides whatever it is you're doing, you do it. So if you're going to, you know, get hotel rooms and open up military bases so that these particular illegals can live comfortably, then by all means, you must do that for the Haitians or or you ban them all. But as long as it's equal, I have no problem with it. Yeah. Equal opportunity, illegal immigration. Yeah, they Watch this, Greg. You either let them all in and get them all on the bus and put them all in hotels, or you block them all. That's you know that's my position on that. I, cho- I choose option B: is we should enforce our immigration laws. Yes, that that Against would be, you know I, I would choose the latter. <laughs> but, but you know that doesn't seem to be the way this country wants to go. I, I, I swear, and I hope this isn't too pejorative to the audience. We're being invaded. This is not immigration. This is not immigration. This is an invasion. Oh, it is, and it's uh, it's deliberate. It's people. It's not incompetence. It's not an accident. They know what they're doing. They chose to open. They chose to open the border, and let exactly. and, and everyone who and now the everyone in the world knows all you need to do is find a way to get into Mexico and step across the border and say the magic words. I want asylum, and you're in. They let you in, and. Amazingly, not maybe not amazingly, but illustrating how the the situation is they're not they've imposed a requirement that the border patrol officers have to get the experimental coronavirus so called vaccine that's not even really a vaccine. But the illegal aliens are free to come in untested for COVID, don't have to be vaccinated for COVID or anything else not tested for any other diseases, and they're dispersed around the country in their air-conditioned buses and and put on planes and flown around the country at taxpayer expense. Exactly. And But see, <clears throat> Greg, <clears throat> pardon me, being raised on the south side of Chicago, you know, there's some, there's some uh, colloquialisms I might use that people might not keep up with, but I'll, I'll break them down. When somebody's trying to sell you wolf cookies, right, you're supposed to crumble those wolf cookies up in their face and be like, man, get out of here with that mess. That's how you stand your ground. That's how you get your respect from a bully or somebody that's trying to handle you, right? Well, when you consider that Obama's actually pulling the strings on all of this and he hails out of Chicago, I smell wolf cookies, Greg, with what they're doing to us. with what I, And what I mean by that is what our own government is doing to us is wolf cookies. And now they realize they can punk us out. They got us because here's my point. When a man does you wrong and you can see that blatant wrong, you have every right to stand up. And if you got to put hands on them, you put hands on them. But you tell them this is wrong and I'm not dealing with you on that. But here in America, we're standing idly by while the Biden administration tells us we're going to inject you with something that could possibly kill you 
And if you don't let us stick you with this, we're going to take your job. We're going to ostracize you. You're going to be kicked out of life. But on the other hand, hey, guy, I see the mucus coming out of your nose. I hear that terrible cough you have, but you're a Latin illegal. Come on in and we'll get you over there to Idaho. Mm-hmm. When, do, when do the American people say, I'm tired of your damn wolf cookies. You're not going to push me any further. But if we don't push back, they're never going to stop. For culturally challenged, melon challenge, melon, melanin challenged people like me, what's a wolf cookie? <laughs> a wolf cookie is exactly what, what I tried to lay out, Greg. Here's, here's the wolf cookie. Ready? <laughs> Part of the wolf cookie is somebody's going to threaten you and they don't have the power to really hurt you, but they're just basically trying to scare you into doing what they want you to do. The other side of that wolf cookie is they actually get you to do ridiculous stuff and you do it. If they can get you to do the ridiculous and you do it, who has the control? Mm-hmm. They do. And when, when as, as an American, as a veteran, as a former peace officer, when I see my government tell me, oh, like uh, Pasaki said, Pasaki said, oh, we're not testing them because they're not going to be here long. She couldn't even keep a straight face when she said that. As Americans, we are allowing that. This administration should be done. The American people, fences or not, should be at all government buildings saying we are done with this administration. We are governed by consent. So the trick of this is we're consenting to this wild use and abuse. We're consenting to it. Mm-hmm. That's true. And... Where is the where is the outrage? Where is and so and there are so many things: the vaccine mandates, the high inflation, and just things like oh, we're going on a break here. But and this didn't get a lot of this didn't get a lot of play. But the uh, Huawei, which is a Chinese spy agency that fronts as an electronics company, mm-hmm. one, one of their executives was arrested was was indicted in U.S and was in Canada, and when U.S. requested extradition, and per the treaty, Canada had was supposed to send her here. China immediately grabbed two random Canadians in China and accused them of espionage. So this, this standoff went on for, I think, well more than a year, maybe coming up on two years. And then just, re- just very recently, the Biden administration, under the control of China, dropped the extradition request, so Canada released her, and then China released the the, the two Canadians. You take so, one of ours, we'll take one of yours. Right. right. So, so Biden, they're, they're subservient. Biden granted a waiver to uh, sell scarce computer chips to, chi- to, to, to Huawei in China, even when U.S. auto companies are shutting down production because they don't have enough of the chips. Again, China, ah. you, don't, you, don't, you don't think China has the goods on Joe Biden and his family? You know they do. And if Biden doesn't do what he's told to do, that information is going to find its way into the public domain. Yeah, yeah. We need to take a break here. That really have, has me shocked, and this is more wolf cookies, Greg, more wolf cookies, mm-hmm. is we just realized that General Milley is a, is a Chinese general. Yes. We just... We just saw our own government capitulate to China. And, and if, if I remember my military strategy, right, I don't want to go too deep into the weeds, but here we go. One of the greatest deterrents to China was they've always been concerned that we might hit them with a couple megatons, that we might have because they have such vast numbers. That's been a great deterrent. 
General Milley took that option away from us. The nuclear deterrent was the greatest power we had to keep China at bay. And here we have an American general with a foreign government behind our president's back. So you got General Milley, you got Biden. These guys are in bed with China. This is a threat to our, our security and our, and our future. We need to leave it there for temporarily. We need to take a break here here for this word from Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. We'll be back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, host of the main event right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm excited to tell you about my first book, Experience Matters, Here's Mine, available right now at edhoffman.net. This book is for all of you who enjoy my advice on business, parenting, politics, and life in general. I'm sharing my life experiences to help you because it's like I always say, experience is the best teacher, especially when it's someone else's experience. In this book, you'll get stories from my life I've never talked about on the show, from growing up, from the early days of my career, and even from my time as a world champion competitive arm wrestler. True story. But if you listen to the main event, you'll recognize a lot of your favorite parts on the show in this book. Movie quotes, real estate investment advice, and of course, lots of politics talk from a conservative perspective. Here's what the one and only Dennis Prager said. Experience Matters is a treasure trove of practical advice. It has turned each one of his many varied and engaging adventures into a gem of wisdom. Read this book and profit. Then get your son or daughter to read it. Bribe them if you have to. That's how good and how much fun this book is. Pre-order Experience Matters. Here's mine by Ed Hoffman at edhoffman.net. AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And I have a great example of someone who exemplifies that quote from Justice Brian Dice. This is my co-host this week, Kenny White, the Southside Unicorn. I'll keep practicing, and maybe, and maybe I can get about get, do that line just as half as good as uh, as, uh, as 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 Kenny does. We're going to segue. <laughs> I, want to, I want to segue here, and um, you had uh, you went to the Republican convention over the last last weekend and uh, we're going to are we're going to have Don Dix my former co-host and now far too important to 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 do this little show with me but he's going to be our guest in the second half and then we'll talk more about what what went on at the convention but you had a very interesting conversation with someone you met there a lawyer from Europe tell us about that Greg it was the most interesting encounter you know of of the evening the California CAGOP convention was awesome. It was my first one that I've ever attended. And I would strongly recommend that people attend if you can. It's enlightening. It's exciting. Uh, it gives you a sense of pride about your party, uh, pro or con, with some of the things you may see going on. But it is, it is definitely an experience to be had over and over again. But while, while waiting to go into one of the um, training sessions that they had there, I was uh, in the uh, lobby area, and this gentleman was there for the dinner with Burgess. He was going to—he uh, was an invited guest to the dinner. So he and I struck up a conversation, and he—I found him to be a very affable person. He's incredible. Make a long story short, he is from Europe. He comes to America from time to time. He has a very heavy European accent, um, and you know, I asked him. I said, "Can we just engage in a, in a, a deeper conversation?" And he he began to elaborate that in the in the 40s, 50s, 60s, the Europeans held America in high regard that we were the the brand of excellence that, you know, people wanted to emulate America. And he said, you know, I travel back and forth from Europe to America quite often. 
And his new opinion, Greg, is this. He said, Europe is, is bypassing you guys in many ways. He said, and America is becoming less and less great because America is, he, he, I'm trying to say it the right way he said it. He said, because of your Democrat brothers and sisters, he said, you guys are becoming less and less great because you spend too much time on race. That the African-American people also don't understand how great this country is. If only they could travel the world the way he did, they would understand all the blessings and privileges we have here in America. It was a very poignant conversation. And, that, and that's, uh, I think that's probably widely true, is that you look around the country. I, I think Americans are like, this. what's going on here? It, it's this combined, you mentioned General Milley. Uh, in our in our last segment, who would uh, mm-hmm. who would who, who came to light that before the 2020 election, he spoke to the top general in China and said, "You know, don't worry. If America is going to attack, I'll call you and let you know." That's treason. It is, <laughs> but it was treated as, as like it's like no big deal. There's no it's that's that's situation normal. And, and, and watch this, Greg. Ready? That's also a wolf cookie. See, we are educational here as well on this. You, you, you're expanding your vocabulary here on Unite IE Radio. We have a new word, boys and girls: wolf cookie. Wolf cookies. Because I mean, come on. If 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 if, if uh, what's what's his name, uh, General Benedict or General General Arnold, right? I could see General Arnold telling them, telling the British. Hey, I'll tell you where the cannons are so you can avoid them. That's to me that's textbook traitor. Yeah, someone that's you know someone someone on Babylon B, which is, which is a great parody site. You know, they they did you know, um, the Art of War, originally by Sun Tzu, a famous Chinese general and strategist from about circa 500 BC, mm-hmm. and it's still widely the book is widely read in business and in military circles today. And so so it was General Milley's updated version of it, and one of his. Pearls of wisdom, General Milley's, is, is don't surprise the enemy. They don't like that. Oh, man. <laughs> That's pretty much it. This, this guy is facilitating our capitulation to China, in my, with all due respect. That's, oh, there's that word. I, I don't think I want to use that phrase around you anymore. <laughs> no, but, okay, but, but the, the larger point is this, and, and that the 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 episode with Melissa is illustrative of is things that were just un, would have been unthinkable two years ago are now okay that's just how that's just how it goes mass rioting yeah. in the, you know and looting and the and the and the police are ordered to stand down and let it happen that's fine um, the FBI is a politicized arm of the Democrat Party that's instigating mm-hmm. events like uh, there there was this uh, attempted kidnapping or plan to kidnap the Michigan governor. Whitmore, or, or as I call her, Whit, Whitless. And yeah. uh, she, so of the 18 people involved in this supposed plot, 12 of them were FBI informants. That's, they're wow. never, I mean, there That's never crazy. would have been a plot but for the FBI. And we, we're not sure of the full extent, but there were FBI informants in, in January 6th. If not, if not agents, and there was a they, mm-hmm. there, there was a picture. They, they said they had a rally. Some of these uh, January six defendants are being tortured and mistreated and kept in jail when for not doing it for no no violence, not, nothing, nothing. They attacked anybody. They just basically 
tre- for basically trespassing in the government building. Yeah. So which and, one they shouldn't have done? But and then you see this picture. The backdrop to that. You, you, got, the, you got the Attorney General uh, Gascon, uh, District Attorney uh, Gascon's in in Los Angeles. There are absolute bona fide murderers that he is happy to release, glad to release them back to the uh, people who showed up uh, January sixth rally. Are languishing away in prisons like a gulag? This is another wolf cookie, Greg. And the citizens accept it. It's kind of it's kind yes. of a it's, it's kind of a of a, of a psy war operation. Is that people get you know this COVID stuff? All of a sudden, things you know that you would you have to wear a mask in public. That you the government's going to tell you what medications you can take. The government's going to tell you what medications you can't take, and we're going to lock you in. We're going to lock healthy people into their homes and. It just what, what's normal? What is the what is the status quo? What is what you would normally expect is just shifting constantly under our constantly under our feet, and exactly. coming full back to we only have about thirty seconds here to your to to the uh, European attorney that you met, and you see, you see this, you see our we we see corrupt, fraudulent, rigged elections, and then the mm-hmm. uh, and then they turn around and they criticize Russia. For having a corrupt exactly. rigged election. He has the crow's nest view of America. He, he has the, the, the privilege of being outside of America and watching what's going on. Nick is a very considered man. I would almost suggest he become a guest for you one day. You would really enjoy this guy. Well, I would appreciate that connection. That, that might be a very uh, interesting conversation. We are out of time for this half. Stay tuned for the exciting second half of Unite IE Radio with the famous radio celebrity, Don Dix. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that is accumulated in your bank account from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available. So if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. Car Star, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer.
Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton of the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. Uh, my co-host this week is Kenny White, the Southside Unicorn, and and, uh, and seller of wolf cookies, as we learned in our in, in, our, in, our, fir- in our first half. And we're pleased to have back as a, a we have a special celebrity guest in our second half here, my former co-host Don Dix, who now has his own show, uh, the Inland. Empire Answer, heard on this station uh, weekdays at 6 p.m. and at 5 a.m. He's also the chair of the California, not the California, the Riverside County Republican Party. They've been doing good work there. We're going to talk about that. Uh, but first up, you as a delegate, uh, both Don and Kenny went to the uh, Republican convention this past weekend in San Diego. Kenny talked about his experience a little bit in our first half. What what did you think of the event? I read that basically they're saying, you know, for, you know, forget about contesting statewide offices. We'll just try to maybe pick up a congressional seat here and there. Kenny, you want to uh, you want to you want to take a stab at that first? Um. Well, you know, I I, I kind of put my words out there. I was dying to hear what you you have to say about that. Okay. Well, you and I ran into each other at the conference and had uh, an interesting conversation or two, and I think that uh, the folks deserve to hear a little bit about what uh, some of the observations were that we were sharing. Uh, mm-hmm. But yes, the it, it's pretty clear from the convention, and thanks, Greg, it's great to be with you again. And by the way, I just want you to know that I have joined Shaq's Club and I am denouncing and denying my celebrity status. So there you go. <laughs> um, so so this convention, well, first of all, it, it, it's the first convention, in-person convention, like many, uh, post-COVID. Uh, but we were fortunate to not be able to attract enough people so as to go over the thousand-person uh, requirement to have uh, vaccine or testing checks and have to wear masks. So I think we were at right at 999, if memory, if uh, my my calculations are correct. Um, yeah, the, the the convention was lightly attended, but it was rich if you decided to take advantage of it on. Uh, breakout sessions that would uh, teach you anything from communications to uh, using some of the technology that was provided by the state um, to be able to to help organize your get out the vote operations. Uh, it was also rich on uh, folks that were from out of state. Uh, I had the uh, pleasure of attending a number of the bre- of the dinners and lunches, and I got to chat with people like Chris Sununu, who is the uh, son of John Sununu, and Chris is the governor of New Hampshire. Um, I had an opportunity to meet Ronnie Jackson, and quite honestly, if you'd have said Ronnie Jackson beforehand, I might not have connected the dots on who he was. Uh, but Ronnie Jackson was the doctor, that White House physician for Donald mm. Trump. But it turns out there's a much bigger story behind Ronnie Jackson. Briefly, Ronnie Jackson is a rear admiral. I didn't know that. Um, Ronnie Jackson went to college uh, on the uh, dime of the military. So he had to serve four years. And during that four years, he fell in love with the Navy and became a deep sea diver in support of Navy SEAL operations. That's a big deal because deep sea driver is the most dangerous uh, job you can have. I think it's right up there with lumberjack. Um, 
not satisfied with that, he continued performing his uh, doctor duties in Iraq and Afghanistan, both stitching up our wounded as well as he was the chief coroner in the uh, war in Iraq. Uh, and he was responsible for putting together our uh, service members that were killed in action, uh, signing their death, death certificates and zipping up their body bags to send them home for uh, their families to receive. Um, but that wasn't enough for Ronnie Jackson. He became the White House physician under the George Bush, Bush administration. He continued that role under the Barack Obama administration, and he received much praise uh, from the media and from uh, bureaucrats and electeds alike for the job that he did uh, as the White House physician for Barack Obama and also for George uh, W. Bush. Well, along, come, along comes Donald Trump. Donald Trump gets elected, and Ronnie Jackson is the doctor that was responsible for communicating to the United States and the world that despite everybody's belief that because of his his uh, uh, diet of Big Macs and Diet Cokes that uh, Donald Trump was on the verge of a stroke, Ronnie Jackson proclaimed him to be in peak health, and not only that, in peak mental capacity. Ronnie Jackson, in the stroke of that report, became public enemy number one to the Democrats and the bureaucrats and the left. And he was vilified for his uh, quackery as a physician. Keep in mind, he kept Barack Obama in good health for eight years, and he kept George W. Bush in good health. But uh, Donald Trump, nope, he's a turncoat. So based on what he saw happen to Donald Trump during those years and the way that he was treated by the Democrat Party and the way he was treated by the media, he decided to retire from the Navy as a rear admiral and run for political office as a congressman. He went to the person in Texas. Apparently, you got to go kiss the ring of Karl Rove if you're going to run for political office in Texas. He did that, and Karl Rove said, don't bother. You won't win. You can't win. So Ronnie Jackson, in a field of 13 Republicans for that congressional seat, kicked all their butts, and he mm-hmm. was front and center yesterday for the uh, for the uh, House uh, military committee hearing where they interrogated the three generals and Ronnie Jackson was one of the Republicans that asked Milley when he was going to resign. And so Ronnie Jackson did nothing but firm up the belief by the far left that Ronnie Jackson is insane. Uh, he's a great guy. He's a great American. Uh, what a career. And he was one of the people that we met at the uh, convention. Uh, also attending the convention to speak was Burgess Owens, uh, the Saturday night dinner. What a great guy. Burgess Owens, uh, obviously a, a, a career rich in football, has decided to join the uh, uh, the fight as a an elected congressman. So those were <clears throat> just some of the headliners of the weekend. But uh, in terms of the messaging from the county, from the uh, state party, they made it very clear that their responsibility in the upcoming election cycle is to uh, target specific congressional seats throughout California and work in concert with the National Republican uh, Congressional Committee in order to secure a majority in the 2022 election for Republicans and get, uh, obviously, the heir apparent to the speakership would be Kevin McCarthy. So that was the big conversation uh, amongst the, uh, let's just say, the executive branch of the California Republican Party. 
Uh, but there are many people on staff that are there as a resource for the development of our grassroots operations. And we took full advantage of that in Riverside County. Uh, there were folks on the tech side as well as on the strategy side that were available to us at no charge. In fact, the California Republican Party paid the bill for our entire phone banking operation throughout Riverside County. So we developed a very, uh, uh, we had a short fuse in order to be able to develop a very comprehensive get out the vote campaign, which incorporated uh, both door knocking as well as phone banking. And then in the final days, a texting campaign where on Saturday before the convention, we launched 175,000 texts to Republicans and uh, low propensity, no party preference, right leaning voters. And then on Monday, there were about 95,000 people of those left, and we launched another text ca- texting campaign uh, targeting those folks that hadn't voted yet. So that's a ballot chase, get out the vote operation. And the result of all that work over a two-month period with the support of the California Republican Party is that Red uh, Riverside was the only large county to vote yes on the recall. So as I said to you when we were talking about uh, this uh, uh, segment on the Unite IE radio show earlier, it never felt so good to win. Or actually, no, it never felt so, so good, good to, to lose. lose. Yeah, you we won- lost at the state level. We won at the county level, Greg. Well, I was uh, – is – the uh, the county Republican parties have have been, shall we say, ineffective for the most part. And maybe there's some example in some place in California where they were doing some good work, but I'm not aware of it. But you've tra- you're trying to make a real cultural change, at least in Riverside, in making the the party something useful. And you uh, you guys on one of your you can talk about your town hall central meetings, which you have twice a month which are on, online, is people, I was doing, you know, people doing election integrity work and they were doing door knocking and they were doing telephone calls and, and you actually mobilized a considerable number of, of, of volunteers. We did. And look, you know, I don't know what other counties are doing. Uh, many of them did announce that they were going to establish precinct project uh, operations at the grassroots level. But uh, the three questions I like to ask people are, A, how do Democrats maintain control of their political strongholds throughout the, the, the country? B, how have they gotten control of the institutions in America that are really responsible for safeguarding the republic, like the media, like the uh, like academia, uh, throw out entertainment because they follow whatever uh, the uh, – uh, sort of cause uh, cause du jour is um, they're definitely in the pocket of the uh, you know that uh, school of thought that says the truth is however you feel right it's that uh, postmodernism of reality that uh, says you know w- whatever your reality is is the truth and unmoors uh, people's world's view worldview from anything to do with, uh, you know, let's just say spirituality or God or biblical or anything like that. Um, so, you know, h- how have they gotten control of those institutions? And third, how did Barack Obama win his election in 2008? And the bottom line is, usually when I ask that as a group, everybody yells, they cheat. Well, 
yes, maybe, but the bottom line is cheating alone doesn't work. It doesn't get you, uh, you know, control of Chicago for 70 years. Although it helps, maybe, the bottom line is they're organized. They have a precinct operation in Chicago. Barack Obama was the community organizer who organized America, and now his political apparatus has been transferred over into Obama, into, instead of Obama for America, it's now organizing for America. Um, and then as far as the institutions go, uh, they just termited their way in and began to own uh, academia. Uh, and in fact, that was the birthplace of critical race theory and other similar uh, ideas about how uh, things should work. So they're organized. What, what, what you alluded to there, Greg, is that we're not. Across California, uh, county parties basically were... Uh, managed in the direction of whoever had the loudest voice won. So a lot of times it was, you know, finding candidates for certain offices. But without a, a an organized grassroots, without the effort to uh, get the the folks in their neighborhoods to begin to organize, to go after the building blocks of the political structure in this state, the building blocks being schools, cities, uh, water boards, uh, com- boards and commissions within those entities. Without that, uh, you're building your castle on a, a, a on a on, on sand. It will fall apart sooner or later. You've got to have a strong infrastructure. I call it a permanent political infrastructure within communities that you can lean on when it comes time to find those people that want to vote, that uh, you want to raise up as candidates. When it comes time to secure incumbent positions like we will have to face in 2022 with our district attorney, Mike Hestern, and our sheriff, Chad Bianco. Um, so there are there are a lot of things that we have to do. But the chief goal among all of them is to organize, and it shows in the results. Uh, Riverside County would have gone like every other large county in the state. It would have gone, it would have probably tilted in the no direction. But because of our efforts throughout the county, we actually were able to squeeze out a yes. Um, and, And it's no accident. It's exactly because of those organizing principles that the Democrats have been using. Why recreate the wheel? It's been working for them for 70 years. So we just did the logical thing, which is to start with doing what they do, and then we'll modify it and tweak it as time goes on for the, the personality of our particular political ecosystem. As you know, in radio, we need to uh, hear from our sponsors. So let's hear from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton. My co-host is Kenny White, the Southside Unicorn. We're pleased to have back my former co-host, 
Don Dix, who is, has his own show on this station, The Inland Empire Answer, heard at 6 p.m. and 5 a.m. He's also the chair of the Riverside County Republican Party. He was telling us some of the good work he's been doing in trying to organize all as the Democrats have organized. But there's a more, I think there's even a more fundamental factor in how the Democrats have been able to take over these various institutions uh, over everyone else, is they have goals. They know what they're fighting for, and they are willing to do anything to get to achieve their goals. Our side largely doesn't have those type of goals of how they're going to transform society, or in our case, how we're going to restore the republic. Most of our politicians are interested, you know, can, can we win the next election? Can I, can I fundraise? Can I be the chairman of this or that committee? But they don't have, they don't have something that they're, things that they're really ready to fight for. So when the Democrats are in power, they will do things that may be unpopular. So when they had the opportunity, they passed Obamacare, a huge step towards their long-term goal of government-controlled, government-run health care. Even though that ended up costing them control of the House of Representatives. But they were willing to pay that price to achieve their long-run goal. And the Republicans just don't have that Here's what we're fighting for, and we're willing to take casualties along, political casualties along the way to achieve those goals. Yes, organization's important, but the goals and the, and the willingness to fight for them are more important, and that, and that has to be the starting point. Yeah. Well, if I can, I want to say to Don Dix, uh, thank you for your leadership, because in, in this game, if the leader has a, a, a bad day, if things go all wrong, well, all of that falls onto the shoulders of that leader, too. But what about when it goes great? Uh, your leadership uh, in Riverside is awesome. I wish the entire state was Riverside. Gavin Newsom would be gone. Your counterpart for San Bernardino GOP, I, I, I lovingly call you two the dynamic duo. You guys are an awesome inspiration. I hope that our party will graft some of your strategy and spread it throughout the state. With all due respect, as Greg just said, I believe our party has an Achilles heel, which is our independence. We are all such independent people. We're so fiercely attached to our, our freedoms that we don't know how to be a cohesive body the way we need to to combat the Democrat Party. And the Democrat Party has managed to create an illusion in the minds of the in the hearts and the minds of the American citizens, which is us against them. We are the them. And we have to transform ourselves from being the them to being the the, the people that the the you know America looks at and says they're not so bad. And actually I identify with a lot that they're doing. I believe that whatever that vehicle is you use to bring that vote forward is something we need to do. As a person from the South Side of Chicago, African American Republican for 47 years. We need to do a stronger outreach program into the uh, inner city communities. But our leader, Jessica, as I spoke to her and I asked her that question, she says she doesn't like the term outreach. Well, yeah, but, you have, but what are you outreaching with? You, the, the party has to present itself as fighting for things and standing for things that voters want. Not only they're the 24% of registered Republicans and maybe some more that are of Republican-leaning independents, such as myself, but things that 
the, that, for example, the African and African-American parents or, or Latino parents would go, you know, I've been voting Democrat, but these Republicans want, for example, school choice. From, in, all the, in all of my reading of what I read about the Republican convention, I didn't see anything about how they're getting on board with the, uh, sc- the school choice initiative that's going to be coming out shortly for, for signature gathering or anything else of, you know, if you were to put Republicans in charge, here's the things we would do. Right. There was no talk uh, from the podium about school choice, particularly. Um, And you got to, you know, give credit where credit's due. I mean, uh, Jessica's focus is and the the California Republican Party's focus is uh, taking back the House, targeting those winnable seats within uh, California for Congress, for our House of Representatives. She didn't stray from that message at all over the weekend. Uh, whether or not that she should have or not is, you know, the discussion we're having now. But I'm just sharing with you that uh, she was very on point the entire weekend with the message that we have to do whatever we can to tar- to support these targeted races where we have the opportunity for California to contribute to flipping the House in the favor of Republicans. Uh, and I think that there's a uh, uh, a. a, a I I agree with her. Now, should the California Republican Party walk and chew gum at the same time? Should they also be supporting us and advocating for issues statewide and and more localized issues? Yes, I think so. Um, and and that remains to be seen how they take up the baton of school choice. But that is what Riverside County is embracing. Our focus is nothing but education over the next six months because. It's. It, I, I think you can trace every single problem in this country back to its origin in academia. And it's academia that has birthed every single one of these, uh, uh, you know, critical race theory, uh, the, the curriculum that is showing up in our primary education. But also, you gotta, gotta keep in mind that it is academia that graduates the journalists. They graduate, uh, the public health officers. They graduate all of these positions that are now, uh, that they're now beginning to reap. I mean, y- you look around the, uh, uh, look around the, the White House press briefing or in any, pool of journalists and you'll see that most of them are under 35 so most of them have gone through this indoctrination in their liberal arts departments which is what journalism and uh, political science is under uh pete peterson who's the uh chair of the public policy school in pepperdine did a study of the 60 largest universities and found 95 percent of all of the professors in the liberal arts departments are uh, both are are both Democrat and many are out of the closet Marxists, and certainly most of them support the progressive platform. So you can't help but have students come out of college, uh, you know, drinking the Kool Aid. Now we're discovering how infiltrated it is in California. Remember the Project Veritas. Um, event, uh, Project Veritas thing that uh, disclosed this teacher in Sacramento County, Gabriel Gibb, who 
stated in that undercover sting video, my job over the next 180 days to turn every student into a communist revolutionary. Right. And how that, many more? We only have about 30 seconds left. How yep, many yep. more such teachers are out there that either aren't That's on right. video or maybe they're not quite so over the top and blatant about it, but they're still pushing towards the same thing? And I, I believe that getting America's children out of the government-run schools is not just important for education. It's a national survival issue. And the only way to do that on a mass scale is with school choice. Um, so we'll go to CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org. This is the crusade, the battle to save our country. And we all need to p- pitch in and collect those signatures, contribute money as you can, if we're going to save our country and save our children. Thank you, Don, for being on the show and your good work at the Republican Party and you're on the radio. And thank you, Kenny, for being on the show. Tune in next week for another exciting edition. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, host of the main event right here on AM590 The Answer. I'm excited to tell you about my first book, Experience Matters, Here's Mine, available right now at edhoffman.net. This book is for all of you who enjoy my advice on business, parenting, politics, and life in general. I'm sharing my life experiences to help you because it's like I always say, experience is the best teacher, especially when it's someone else's experience. In this book, you'll get stories from my life I've never talked about on the show, from growing up, from the early days of my career, and even from my time as a world champion competitive arm wrestler. True story. But if you listen to the main event, you'll recognize a lot of your favorite parts on the show in this book. Movie quotes, real estate investment advice, and of course, lots of politics talk from a conservative perspective. Here's what the one and only Dennis Prager said. Experience Matters is a treasure trove of practical advice. It has turned each one of his many varied and engaging adventures into a gem of wisdom. Read this book and profit. Then get your son or daughter to read it. Bribe them if you have to. That's how good and how much fun this book is. Pre-order Experience Matters. Here's mine by Ed Hoffman at edhoffman.net. AM 590, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.